world, this is Squall as a new speaker, and I'm Tracy Smith. Today we have an exclusive interview with Trudy Pitts. Let's see what she has to say about this election. Alright everyone, I hope you learned something, and I hope you dig the interview. Peace out, world. What does this election mean to you? Wow. The election means to me change. To me, it means I feel we have someone who could navigate us through this epidemic, pandemic. Um, it also means we as women can do anything. Not right now as vice president. Hey, next to be president. But I also see it as an opportunity for people to see that we have um, talents at Historical Black University. And Kamala Harris represents all of us who attend or have attended at HBCU. What does it mean to you to have a non-white female vice president? It's amazing. That's just like having a non-white first president. Yeah. That was just wow. And, and when he won, I don't know what it was, but the dynamics of everyone just changed. Everybody just seemed to be so nice. I don't know if they were afraid of what we might do, which we were not going to do anything. We were just happy to have him, to have a black president. Um, and I loved his message. He gave us the audacity to hope. Hmm. So with having a non-white woman in the White House, that's just going to just open up so many avenues. The glass ceiling has been cracked, not just for just a woman, but for a woman of color, because not only is she black, she's Asian too. That says a lot. This says a lot. There's a lot of opportunities out there for us, and little girls need to see that Barack Obama was that man for the men, for the boys. She's going to be that person for the girls. Hmm. That's a nice perspective. Okay. And here's a spicy one. Do you feel it's important to vote? Oh, do I feel it's important to vote? Where do I start? <clears throat> I'll say this. At work, we have a saying because documentation is key to everything. That's how we find out what what was made, what was packaged, anything. So documentation is important. If you don't document it, you didn't do it. So let's correlate that to voting. If you didn't vote, you have no right to complain. You have no right to speak about what's going on because you didn't use that voice to let people know how you feel and that's how we do it we have to not just for the federal but local and state and local and state government touches us more than the government 
because we decide who our uh, district attorneys will be. We decide who our judges, who, who we stand before as the judge to determine if I go to jail, if I go home. We so voting is very important. I don't have to discuss about people who have died for because we all know the history of the civil rights movement and everything. We all know that. But let's just get to the actual point of why we wanted to vote. And Kamala wore white that night because of the suffrage, because that was the uniform of the women who wanted to vote a hundred years ago. Voting is important and if it wasn't important they would not have done all the things they did to try to suppress it so that ought to tell you just how important voting is like the three-fifths i mean we had black men in congress at one time before they started kicking in poll tax and all the other kind of stuff and then jim crow We've had it. That's why, you know, people are like, we have Republicans. I say, we voted Republicans because of Abraham Lincoln. But, some way, somehow, the uh, people, I don't want to say black or white, but people decided, hey, we don't really want them to be in here making decisions with us. Let's figure out ways to get them out of there. And that's what they started doing. So, again, voting is your voice. And that's the one time all of us, no matter what your economic background is, no matter where you live or how you live, your vote is a voice that speaks to let people know how you feel. That's true. And then for my last question, since you voted, what do you expect from President Biden for the next four years? What I expect from him is to be a president, to be a leader. Right now, he's showing that and how he's getting his people together to put in his cabinet to help him steer through this pandemic. That's the main thing. Once we get the pandemic under control, it's here until we get vaccines and it's going to be a while you know, before we all can be vaccinated with this, it's going to be your elderly and your healthcare people first. But he can really, I feel, he knows how to put the right people together because he's been in politics for so long. He knows how to talk to people. He knows how to go across party lines to bring in the right people. He knows how to put the correct people in the room to get what he needs to get for us to move where we need to move. So that's what I'm expecting from him. That's first and foremost, is to help us steer through this, get it under control so that we can start rebuilding our economic stance in the world. Because right now we're hurting. People are still not working. Um, and it's gonna be a while before we start back working. I truly feel and think that we may need to sit down for about a month, no one moving about to allow the virus to just calm down because it has nowhere to go. That's the problem. People are moving around and it can, it can find places to go. That's first. Two is, but that heavy rain we had yesterday and it wasn't even a hurricane. That's letting us know that, that environmentally, we got some problems. And he always speaks of that. So I'm waiting to see what he plans to do with that. 
But I also know that he has to have the Congress in order to be able to do what he needs to do. And Georgia right now is holding that because they're going to have to have re-elections in January. And if they could, those two gentlemen could win who are who are Democrats, I'm sorry, could win, then we might could see some things happening um, in the United States. Third, which is more than the virus of a pandemic, is our racism. That is truly a pandemic. Um, I know he has spoke of those things. I'm also realizing and understanding that he knows who put him in that White House. He was banging on that podium. Yeah, well, he was. He knows who put him in that White House. And it's mainly black women who have always been the most disrespected set of people in the United States. Um, we'll see what they do. I know Kamala, she has had some things that people did not like that she did in California, but I think as the vice president, I think we'll see her moving towards some things and realizing that what some of the things they did was maybe a little bit too strenuous at that time. So we'll see. Yeah, um, Biden, he admitted his failure with the crime bill. He did. He did. He did. He admitted that he was wrong. So we'll see. It, you know, we like to put people when they make their mistake and let them keep their mistake. But we, they need to be forgiven like we want to be forgiven. And give them that opportunity to make those changes. That's the least we could do. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we will see. All right. Thank you for the interview.